Hello and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point. Acts chapter 7, the first part of verse 35. This Moses, whom they refused, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? Let's hold there for a second. What just happened at the end of the last lesson? Moses, after spending 40 years in Pharaoh's household, he went and dealt with the children of Israel. He saw one of the Egyptians beating an Israelite. Moses stepped in, killed the Egyptian, and then the Israelite went free. The next day, Moses returned. There were two Israelites fighting. Moses breaks up the fight when the one who started to fight, that's what the verse said, looked at Moses and said, who made you a ruler and a judge over us? What happened here, following what Stephen is writing, is that the people rejected Moses as a leader. When Pharaoh's household found out about what Moses did, he had to spend the next 40 years in the wilderness. You can say this is the moment that Israel began to resist the will of God. Moses, for the next 40 years, a lot like when Joseph was a slave in Egypt, for the next 40 years, Moses was in the backside of the desert, leading only sheep, not Israelites. The change happened when God appeared unto Moses in the burning bush. At this moment, God begins to raise up the one that was rejected to be the one who is in charge of the children of Israel. Then Moses returns. At first, the Israelites were resisting, but then by the time everything was done, when they were crossing the Red Sea, they realized that God had exalted Moses for that moment. Now, the pattern that we're looking at, the pattern of resist, but then God raises up for the people to accept, is a pattern that we have seen with Joseph and we have seen with Moses. Those were two of the primary examples that Stephen used in this testimony. Now, the third big example that Stephen used was the children of Israel themselves. Let's walk through this a little bit. In the days of Abraham, it's pretty clear that Abraham worshipped the Lord his God. It's also pretty clear that Isaac worshipped the Lord his God. It's also very clear, even with his bumpy path, that Jacob worshipped the Lord his God. Same with Joseph. Same with the children of Israel. When we get to the part where Moses begins to arise to be the one called by God to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt, we could say that for the most part it looks like the children of Israel were worshiping the Lord their God. Yet once they got out of Egypt, things began to change. What became their common line that they kept using? Did God bring us out into the wilderness to kill us? Wasn't there enough graves in Egypt for us? 
we wanted to go back and eat all those wonderful leeks and onions. They began to look back to Egypt. Then what happened? They get to Mount Sinai. They hear the law. They decide we will follow the law, blood covenant and everything. Then what happens? Moses goes up into the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. And what do we see in chapter 7? And let's look at verse 38. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angels which spoke to him in the Mount Sinai and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us, to whom our fathers would not obey, but thrust him from them, and in their hearts turned back again into Egypt, saying unto Aaron, Make us gods to go before us. For as this Moses, which brought us out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what became of him. Verse 41. And they made a calf in those days, and offered sacrifice unto the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their own hand. So what do we see here? The children of Israel making a choice to reject the Lord their God. What did Stephen say? Stephen said that in their hearts they turned back again unto Egypt. Oh, they might not have physically went there. But Stephen, who would have grown up hearing about this in Bible class, in history class, he said what? In their hearts, they turned back again into Egypt. Nice way of saying they were rejecting the Lord their God. Now, obviously, there were exceptions to the rule. We know about the judges. We know about Samuel. We know about David and some of the godly kings and the prophets. But for the most part, Israel followed this pattern once they got into Canaan going forward. Everything was going well. They started to worship idols. Things didn't go well. They called unto the Lord. And then what happened? The Lord delivered them. Then what happened? They turned right around and went back to idol worship, each time worse than what they were before, to the point where the ten northern tribes, after the kingdom was split, never returned to the worship of the Lord. The two southern tribes, they were a yo-yo to the point after um, King Josiah died, that they rejected the Lord and wound up in Babylonian captivity. The pattern, though, is established. The children of Israel, even though they have been called to worship the Lord, what are they doing? Rejecting the Lord. Now, do they have warning? Absolutely. If you look at the judges, warning. If you look at Samuel, warning. If you look at all the prophets, I mean, we know the big names, Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, Jeremiah, they constantly warned the children of Israel. And for the most part, these prophets were rejected by the Lord. It's kind of ironic. 
if you look at the prophets, the only two whose message was really accepted was Jonah to the Assyrians and Daniel to Nebuchadnezzar. They were listened to by those Gentiles. Israel, for the most part, they really blew off a lot of the prophets. The stage is being set for what's going to become the coming of the Christ. But what do we see? A people, stiff-necked people, that continue to reject the Lord their God and all the messengers that he sent. Now, the good news, there will be a time when Israel comes back to the Lord. And when they do so, they will be raised up. But that time is still future. And we will touch on this some more in the next lesson.